March 9, 2003. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Pedro show Sunday night here in Pedro north of the equator west of the Rockies brother Matt on my port side hello ahoy uh, we haven't done a show at night time in a while huh? yeah it has been a while yeah if you usually start nodding out towards the end so. yeah it was <laughs> late but I had a lot of prac today got held up and but the man had things to do, so we postponed for the evening here. And uh, already got more a, shows than we did in February, though. Yeah, that's right. We're working on. Uh, we started with John Coltrane, Eric Dolphy conducting the orchestra there. It's African brass sessions, and that was a tune called Blues Minor. And we had Brave Captain with this weight that you have found. Um, that's Martin Carr. He named his band after a fire of song. He cool. wrote me and asked permission. Cool. Said, of course. <laughs> I took it from a movie. Some variation off like the light boat theme. All these people on the boat. Some lush lady keeps calling them. I think he's a radio operator or something. She keeps calling him Brave Captain. So I thought that was funny. He had to save the day, rise to the occasion. You know, like who's going to go in the water, who's going to be the hero. Get cast off. <laughs> I think uh, he takes the flares or, or gives the, shoots some other guy the flare, with, throws a knife at him. And, you know, he had given this earlier spiel about. Well, only the strong should survive. So he just throws back into the drink, you know. And of course, they all want to get him. And yeah, I don't think they, they go down with the ship all the time. Yeah, or most of the time. Well, he even. wanted to be consistent. 
you know, about consistency. Like, well, UN, do you want to vote for this war? Well, it doesn't matter anyway because <laughs> we're going to go for it with whatever the vote is. <laughs> yeah, just change the languaging. The words don't mean anything. Yeah. No, but they say if they don't get the vote, we're going on our own. Yeah. We're. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't want to sound like a. All butch, like a Matt Drudge or something. Have you ever heard that little Nelly on. Uh, I haven't heard him, no. I've oh, seen his, his uh, web page, but I haven't heard him. Yeah, he's something. you got to hear his voice and stuff. What a shrill. Irritating voice. <laughs> yeah, and, and just the whole demeanor and everything. You know, he's got his panties quite bunched up. Of course, he probably sees himself on top of it all. So, he won't take any steam out of his boiler. Um, I've been pracking a lot because Dora's coming three weeks from Tuesday. Got word from the SiteWorks folks that we're. <laughs> Ben with his Bogarten uh, yeah, booming, huh? more than all 37 <laughs> of their domains so thank you for yeah, tuning in awesome. and listening to Watt from Pedro show That's awesome. for the Matt Spin Cycles our guests time to, I gotta have another guest we haven't had a guest in a while sure so yeah, we'll have some guests. Thurston last time yeah and that was New Year's so it's been a couple of months so we'll, I'll have some more guests before I leave we're gonna try to do a show week till I bail and uh, Paul Rossler has accepted the challenge of coming in and doing the last two weeks, so I'll be able to have organ-based yeah, drums cool. the whole tour. Cool. And that means uh, we're going to bring pizza, ham, and organ. So it won't be synthesizer kludge. It'll be the real deal. Bitch. Even though it's Bogart's half the boat and weighs a ton, it's... You much work. worth the sacrifice because yeah. it's righteous sound. It really is. That's how to work it. And Paul played when as a boy. He's been playing with Nina Hagen a lot, but oh yeah, he's making time for me. And uh, he's a really great guy. We had a duet in the late '80s called "Crimey." Mm-hmm. It was a keyboard and a bass. Probably the first time I ever played with a keyboard. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. I remember hosting yeah, a show he plays up uh, live. Maybe we can have him on as a guest. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'll call him for next week. He is. I mean, he was in The Screamers, which was like the first big punk band in L.A. Uh-huh. Back in the 70s. And uh, used to play Fender Rhodes to a fuzz tone. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in honor of Pete, I think uh, we should play some um, some live Who here, maybe from the Isle of Wight. I think. Let's see, uh, I'm gonna try out this new machine here. Huh? Well, it starts playing as soon as yeah, you. Yeah, that it. one's that one's got it going on. So we go to uh, pause, go back. Now we gotta the go finger back dance. This way. Is it like that? Uh, the uh, arrows below it you can go back too fast. Okay. Get it together. We do have the old deck back, but now we have three CD players. Yeah, new options. Pretty wild. What's neat about these new ones, even though I'm unsophisticated and retarded about it, it uh, like you CD can cue it up and stuff. 
CD turntable. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, re- a vinyl record turntable. It's fantastic, brother man. So without further ado, here's some who. What from Pedro Show? I think this is a pile of shit. While John Sinclair rots in prison. Fuck off! I, fuck off, my fucking face! Place where you go if you die, nothing's 
together to express the similarities in their cultures and music and dance. And to this day in New Orleans, there are people who are known as Mardi Gras Indians who honor and commemorate the cooperation and alliance of the Africa and the Saving the day. That's John Sinclair live with his Sagatuck Blue Scholars doing History 101. And for the background music, they're playing Jesus and Tequila, D. Boons. Yeah. Oh, look. I got to uh, play with John Sinclair and Brother Wayne Kramer, the baked potato, a couple weeks ago. What was he? It was about trains. Kristen, you were saying something about trains. And uh, then something about jazz. That was kind of embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) And then Pettibone came and... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) wait a minute, he winced hard. But uh, nice man, John Sinclair. Very cool. Big guy. A lot of knowledge. Brother Matt didn't know that he was this blues guy, DJ, that he met in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, actually I met him over at Greg Gibbs place in Long Beach. Uh, Harvey, Harvey was doing some... Harvey uh, Kubernetes, uh, yeah, he's friends there. with him. Yeah, so that was cool, I really dug on him. Yeah, he had a cool a little trip going with them blues raps. Yeah. Before uh, Mr. John Sinclair, we had... Uh, Bob Mould's new record and a song called Lost Zoloff. What is that, a mood drug? Yeah, one of like Prozac deals. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe it should stay lost. Anyway, Bob goes techno. <laughs> huh. It's pretty trippy. Sounds coming out of Bob. I think he lives in D.C. now. Just moved. 
Marsha Ball before that, what's a girl to do? I don't know. What is a girl to do? I think that's Stevie Ray Vaughan on guitar. Before that, The Who? Well, at the beginning, there was something from Woodstock with when Pete threw Abby Hoffman off the stage. And Abby was talking about who in jail? Mr. John, John Sinclair. Sinclair. Hey? That's well, got some kind of <laughs> consistency going here. <laughs> and after Pete Spiel was Heaven and Hell, Mr. John Antwistle singing his little song about teleological ends. And now, Mr. Mingus, an outtake song with an orange, Watt from Pedro Show. Thank you. 
Right, we're gonna go back. To 1940, no money, and I live in Berlin. I think I'll join up, but become a camp guard. I know war for me. An old juice face dripping red. I hate the prisoners, I hate the officers, the no fights. I think I'll join the a red rose, a leave Belson, I'll go to Switzerland.
Here's the fall on the Watt from Pedro show, an old record, one of their first singles, various times. B side. It's the new thing. Not so new now. I do wish Mark E. Smith good health. He's not looking too well. Before that live pop group from around the same time. There are no spectators. Like Burning Man. Something live, right. And we started with Charles Mingus, Song with Orange. Uh, coming to the first end of the first hour of the March 9, 2003 edition of the Watt from Pedro show. Uh, late night, kind of subdued Watt, too much prac, wearing his hands out, but it's all right. Shouldn't be moaning. It's okay. Uh, back with more music next hour. Brother Matt Spin Cycle. Hold tight. Cool. March 9, 2003. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
Uh, me and Paul Rossler in a band called Cramony from um, many moons ago, 1986. That was a song I wrote for a piano. And he wrote the words. It was called St. Pete for our town. Uh, San Pedro. What's coming up in 100 years? High school. Uh, no, first, just a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah it's first class. 100 years. 100 years of the first class. So, uh, Every room is gonna have like a different decade. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and it'll be a, all these. What's ours? The seventies party, I guess. Now you're kind of eighties, huh? Eighty, yeah, right on the nose, eighty. Yeah. Yeah. So but you went to high school in the seventies. Yeah, that's like kind of the. I'm seventy six, so I'm seventies. The eighties kind of. What are you, Christy? Nineties. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's all a state of mind. Did you hear about that new pirate movie? Oh, yeah, I went and checked it out. The the, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. You know what it's rated? Oh. Arr! <laughs> <laughs> Sucker me in. <laughs> Yeah, you know the pirate alphabet? The only two letters. <laughs> I and R. <laughs> uh, That's how I coach football when it goes Pedro I. That's yeah. I didn't know about football. I just yeah, our team is stories. called the uh, Pi- uh, Pedro Pirates, black and gold. By the way, sad news about one of my favorite jocks, the oldest jock. Oh, yeah. Ron Lafitte Pinkai, the guy whose nickname is Pirate. He got thrown from a horse in a halo cast he might not be able to ride again and he was closing in on the 10,000 thing he beat Shoemaker's record man very sad in fact me and Raymond went to the track Saturday and uh, Julie Crone one of the only women jockeys was thrown it was a trip we didn't see her thrown you know we saw all of a sudden the horse had no rider and he kept he was still in the race yeah he was way up there too uh, you know, without a rider, maybe shows to go. You maybe you don't. Yeah, so many laps. Need jockeys? Maybe just let them go. <laughs> no, they're very brave guys. Man, those cats horse do are that scary. stuff. Oh yeah, I think Lafitte's father was killed in one. Uh, somebody cut him off. Tony Farina got suspended for seven races or something for closing in out of lane or something. And he gets to walk away when the other guy can't walk. Yeah, so. I mean, I, they, they had a thing in the paper on his injuries. I mean, the man has had punctured lungs and it's like uh, evil cr- evil type spine thing. Uh, injuries, uh, uh, six collarbones broken, uh, uh, concussions, cranial thing. I mean, it's incredible all the damage he's taken. And, I mean, they're little guys, but they're built ounce for ounce. They're strong men. Little guys. And they got brave. They got cojones. Yeah. I tell you. I tell you, we were, they had one race on the turf on the inside one, right on the rail where we were, and them thundering by, man. Uh, so much respect for me. And it was a trippy day for the track for me. You know, sometimes I win a race or two, you know, and uh, I never bet more than two dot bucks, you know, a dollar exact and stuff. And, uh, but one uh, race that came in, it was with my favorite jockeys, Alex Solis. You know, my method's very scientific. I go by horse names, jockey names, uh, the colors they're wearing. Did you I see that horse that takes a dump owners. right before the race? Well, if you uh, go by the stats and stuff, you, you know, then the odds are really low. I race on somebody's going even money. Anyway, this race I won, and I tried an exacto, which I don't hardly do. And uh, I won $140. Damn. And then Raymond picked... He goes, let me pick, you know, get you a thing for the next one here. Pick one. So I picked one. He picked one horse. I picked the other, another exacted thing, and I won again. So cool. $187. Uh, not to make a gamble in a career or anything like that, you know. That's how we keep it fun. We don't put our any money. We usually go down there and talk. You've been with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raymond has a lot of knowledge. The owners, the trainers, the jocks. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the way his mind is, but ever he follows, he just soaks it Uh, like a sponge. Yeah, it's a trippy scene. People watching is awesome. Well, a lot of the cats down there, yeah, I don't know. I like, that's why I like the infield. There's less people. (laughs) 
There's one guy, he uh, was yelling about losing $14,000. I mean, how can you have fun <laughs> betting that kind of money? So, that was a trip you did at the park, uh, Santa Anita, up by the hills. Uh, and a, little, a little smoggy. The haze thing, too, is coming. Summer's coming. Even though spring ain't even here yet, but, you know, <laughs> Cali yeah, is like that. So, uh, He's leaving on the 15th to Europe. He's got a Austria thing and Berlin, and then he's going to go to Paris, too. Oh, right. Just because everybody's so angry. <laughs> Not everyone, but some of <laughs> So he says, well, I'm going to go there. Then. So uh, I wanted to spend as much time as I can with him. And then, uh, just say some prayers for Pirate, you know. Even if he can't race again, hopefully he can walk without him. Yeah, yeah, no Christopher Reeve really, deal. Absolutely. Uh, after, uh, well, actually, before starting off this second hour, Watt Vidra show, we had television with Richard Hell on the base uh, live in 1975. CBGBs. Great band. I was still in high school then. <laughs> and now it's time for Brother Matt's Vin Cycle. Thank you, Brother yeah. Matt.
it's an ingredient in a potion that Haitian voodoo priests use to make zombies. I don't know how they came up with it, but they've stumbled across a way of doing what I've tried to do in the laboratory.
baila? Claro. Otro día.
Thank you, brother Matt. Cool. Here's some neg highs. seen him in years though. He's a kid who had to, uh, he used to get beat by his drunk brother and father every night so he took a baseball bat to him one night, broke their, both their legs, ran away from home and ended up a black flag roadie. Now I think uh, he got a college degree and stuff. Good it's good, yeah, much respect to mugger. This was one of his silly eras with Nick Heist and uh, that was Big Wheels. Compiled by Henry Rollins. Uh, coming up on the end of hour two, super extendo set on Brother Matt's spin cycle. <laughs> it was too far from the screen, and I didn't read um, the tiny numbers, but it, it was a good jam anyway, and I was way into it. Cool, thanks. So thank you, Brother Matt. Thank Much you. respect. Hold tight. It's uh, March 9, 2003, second hour of Watt from Pedro Show. Hour three coming up next. March 9, 2003, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Here's part 24 of the fourth tower of Inverness. As we look in on the old Victorian mansion of Inverness, we notice the absence of Jack Flanders, nephew to Lady Jowls, 
As you must know by now, Jack has twice entered the mysterious fourth tower, the tower that does not exist except in the minds of a chosen few. The late Sir Henry Jowls is rumored to have disappeared within that same tower some 15 years ago. In fact, according to the yellowed pages of some old documents, eight people over the past 200 years have ventured into that strange tower and were never again seen. Jack Flanders is the ninth person to attempt such a risky venture. So far, he has entered the tower twice and returned once. So it's not surprising that we should hear the familiar voice of Lady Jowls robustly inquiring, Where's Jack? Has anyone seen that nephew of mine? Not I, not I. Well, I do hope he fares better than the others. You mean the others that went into the tower and then not come back? Yes, little Frida. I'm afraid we expected miracles from that young man, and now he too may have been swallowed up within that accursed tower. Ah, oh, Now, now, Mini-Ini, we should have more respect for those brave warriors that have attempted what may be the impossible. Ah, hogwash! What may be the impossible? <laughs> Cheer up, Lady Jowls. I'm certain we'll hear from Jack soon. I only wish I had as much faith as you, my dear. I sometimes wonder if it really has been worth it. Do you think there was a choice? I don't know. Sometimes it's all so clear, and other times it's moving blindly as though by habit. I sometimes almost regret we had ever started. As though there was a choice? No, oh, little Frida, your honesty is merciless. But I suppose we should have been able to... Do... What? What was that? Eddie. Uh, why, it's, it, it's Jack. It's Jack. But where? Over Eddie. there. Over there. On the other side of the garden. Uh, where? Oh. Oh, my goodness. He looks terrible. Uh, Jack. Jack. What's happened to you? I I'm all right, Andy. Really, I am. Oh, Jack, come here. Oh, you look terrible, absolutely terrible. What have they done to you? Well, I've had some rough adventures. Apparently. You all right, Jack? Yes. A little tired, but oh. I'm fine. Oh, you poor dear, your clothes are in shreds. Why, you look as though you've been crawling across the Gobi Desert on your belly. Oh, there were a few close moments. I've got to ask you something, Auntie. Yes? Have you seen the Madonna Vampire? Uh, Madonna? I, well, I don't know her. You have such a strange expression on your face. Why, Jack? What has she done this time? Well, I went to a land called the Land of the Lotus Jukebox. Oh? The city was empty. But inside a palace, stretched out, was the Madonna Vampire. She was dead. How can that be? I don't understand. I don't understand either. I just don't know. I I'm so tired I can't think anymore. Oh, please, Jack, please sit down. Yes. Sit down over here. Here, hold my cigar. I'll massage your neck and shoulders. Good idea. Oh, thank you. Oh, that feels good. Well, Jack, where did you get that pith helmet? Oh, I, I found it. It was sitting on a human skull. Oh, no. Could it have been poor Henry's? Well, you can see right here the 
The initials. S.H.J. Sir Henry Jowls. So he is gone. Alas, departed. Well, maybe not. You mean he may still be alive? Hey, take it easy, little Frida. Oh, it's sorry. Oh, speak up, Jack. Speak up. What do you mean? Well, within that palace in the Lotus Land I, I spoke of, there was a jukebox. Oh, yes. Yes. You know of that jukebox? Uh, well, uh, it is obviously that box that plays the, that, that old rock and roll we've been hearing. Well, that's, that's what I thought at first. But when I placed a nickel in the jukebox, I pushed the button A1... And the music began to play. Yes. Then suddenly the deserted streets exploded into life. There were people in the streets, voices, laughing. It, it, it was totally alive. And then I saw him, the, the same as the painting over the fireplace. Henry! Large, rugged, weathered, bushy moustache moving through the crowd. Yes. I rushed after him, and, and, and just as I got to him, the music stopped, and, and the people just faded away. So again I placed a nickel into the jukebox, pushed A1, and the city sprang to life. And again, just as I reached him, the music stopped. Oh, oh that was too bad. Yes, well, then I realized, had I pushed A2, I might have reached him. Oh, what a strange jukebox. But you did see him. Yes. And he is alive, I'm certain. I must tell the others. They'll be so excited. Jives! Jives! My megaphone! Hurry, quickly! Little Frida, something very strange. What is it? When I mentioned the Lotus jukebox to Auntie Jowls, the way she went, ah, yes, as though she already knew about it. Hmm. Very interesting. Everything that's said feeds into the same place in each of us. And as that place becomes stronger, everything changes. There doesn't have to be any... You don't have to make waves to go through this transformation. The transformation can be done so gently. That's what's called keeping it all together. Transformation's done so gently, the metamorphosis occurs so delicately that you go from living in a reality, you think, well, man, this is reality, to thinking, wow, well, let's live this reality. Realizing that you're creating your own realities. But then you get to a place where you see that there is a rate at which you're becoming conscious. And I finally figured out all you can hope for in this lifetime is to have a seat on the 50-yard line. where you could watch it all go down. Watch yourself coming into the light. Watch the lotus open.
like there's no tomorrow. Songs about politics, songs about sorrow. Sure. 
sweatshirts and pennies Lightheaded and sweaty Most of all ignored by me Pedro show that's called Good for Cows it's from the band Good for Cows Devin Hoff, Nels Klein's bass player and uh, Nels Klein's singers before that we had Thick Like Puddin by Woman after the last banging gigs up there a couple weeks ago this cat gave me a CD very nice man wish I could remember his name 
That's the good thing about Alzheimer's. Always meet new people. <laughs> a third leg, Tennessee band, Eastern Tennessee, when punk went pop. And right after part 24 of the fourth tower of Inverness, we had Fire Down Below. And it says pre-mix for single, but doesn't have the title, so I don't know what it's called. It had no words. So. <clears throat> Let the imagination roam on that one. And it looks like uh, Jack might have found uh, Uncle Jowls. Lord Jowls. So Lady Jowls is very happy about that. Uh, here's uh, some fire hose. Cool. From 86, a live thing. Uh, maybe the beach scene. Yeah. Somebody gave me this uh, CD. What for Pedro show.
Katrina has drained, and all the force of an ample bosom inheritance popularity. Get the fuck out of this clip joint, huh? <laughs> Come on. I'm fading out. I'm, f- I'm a fuck. Okay, here we go. One thing you guys gotta know. Difference between okay, hey man, I can take you right now. I would like you to walk down here, it's giving me all the trouble. I bet I can beat the shit out of you. Goddamn well, I'm a badass, man. I've always been. 
I ask you to come down, you're going to challenge me, I'll kill you. Come on down, we'll make it. The last poem is called... You know, you're going to get on my nerves finally. I'm going to find you. Okay, this is Come down, read your poems now. Okay. This last poem is called Giving a Poetry Reading. When you gonna do it? Look at them. This place like a bar. Sold out. Poet and audience both drunk. Now and then, a flashbulb goes off. The mic still doesn't work. The poet sits, a chance to drink more. A little girl comes up, sweet, sexy, psychotic. Most one of the poet's books open to autograph. He writes, I could rip you apart in three minutes. Forgets to sign his name. <laughs> Calls for another drink. Yeah. Yeah. The mic works. Now the poet reads, feeling put upon, forgetting that he has agreed to read for money. <laughs> After several poems, the poet stands up, announces, You goddamn slimy shits. You think this is easy? It's nothing but a motherfucking bloodletting. Give us more blood! Screams a young boy from the back. It's the best poem of the night. The poet drinks off half a glass of straight whiskey, lights a cigar, hacks it out. Sometimes they laugh, sometimes they applaud, they confuse him, but most things do. He drinks his way to the finish. No, that's... There's an applause of relief. <laughs> exactly. Then another sweet, sexy, psychotic girl comes up to his table, says she's from the local paper, would like to ask some questions. She sits down. He answered the first, Question, looking at her hair, at her eyes, imagining her 
in bed with him. What do you think of F. Scott Fitzgerald? She asked. I never, he answers, think of him. Waving hand in nonchalant emphasis, he spilt a large beer across her tight blue jeans, saying, Jesus, Jesus, I'm sorry, rubbing his hands along her knees and her wet thighs as if to dry her. She leaves and the promoter waves with the money. $432. Shit, says the poet, you promised me $500. Well, we had to pay these two big guys $68 to keep the crowd from swarming over you. <laughs> you mean I was that good, asked the poet. <laughs> that bad, says the promoter, getting up and leaving. The poet pours another drink, grabs the mic. Listen, I ain't finished yet. I'm going to read you another poem. Somebody shuts the mic power off. Nobody protests. <laughs> the poet gets down from his table, makes it to the men's room, standing, stands pissing. A man next to him is also pissing. The poet says to the man, Listen, buddy, where can I get a piece of ass? <laughs> I was going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> this reading is over. Reading's over, but the show's not here. Pedro. Late at night, after midnight, Brother Matt's <laughs> pad here. A lot from Pedro's show, maybe 18 minutes 17 left. More. 17 minutes. We heard Mr. Charles Bukowski from uh, 23 years ago doing, well, the last part of Hostage. Pretty incredible album. There's a picture of him on stage with the, sitting at a table with his palms and a refrigerator for the beer right there. Was that at Sweetwater? Yeah, Dondo Beach. That's why he made the fun. Oh, yeah, we didn't hear the beginning. But at the beginning, he says, I'm from Pedro or something, you know, to give Madonna Beach hours. Before uh, Hank Bukowski, we had... Uh, Listing ship with Ichabod Crane. There's Tom Kristen here, and they got all their. You know, a lot of bands get their stuff stolen, but. Uh, From within their own. What? <laughs> he's got donated <laughs> for an uh, interesting hobby <laughs> self realization program. <laughs> you know, I, that's really bad. It's Heather and her sister, and this. What's his name, the guitar player? He's really good. 
They play, play in Waco. They got other bands too. They're always at Spaceland, right? She lives across the street from Spaceland. And uh, that's really sad. Banyan before that, live uh, from the Elbow Room in October, TVI. And we started with uh, One Comes One, uh, Fire Hose Song. It was actually a Dose song that I showed Edward and Georgie. 1986. I think it was the beach scene, right? Don Bradley interview. Yeah, he came over on a boat. <laughs> he came, and, and, you know, it was on the beach here, right? Yeah, yeah campsite. And uh, yeah, inside the breakwater. And uh, this boat comes in, there's this huge man on the bow standing there. Yeah, on it, And it comes in, and, you know, I'm right there where the boat lands. And, shake his hand right on the boat. I mean, his hand must have been like an oar. <laughs> size of an oar. And it's Mayor Tom Bradley. Doing his Juan Cabrillo um, imitation. Huh? Doing his Juan Cabrillo imitation. Yeah, Juan Cabrillo <laughs> or Horatio Hornblower and Admiral Perry or Commodore Perry. Whatever it was, he goes, uh, he shakes my hand and he says, I hear Pedro is happening today. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome aboard, Mr. Mayor. It was such a mind blow. He just came out from nowhere on this little boat. <laughs> on the bow, you know, balls out, not hanging on. Yeah, you know, it was just. <laughs> that was wild. Okay, Watt from Pedro Show. Here's some uh, live Rocky Erickson with a Lou Reed song. <laughs>
Watt from Beadler Show. Oh, sorry, brother Matt. End of another edition. The March 9, 2003 one. That was Linton Queasy Johnson with Time Come. Before that, some live meat puppets, Buckethead. And before that, live Rocky Erickson. What a show. The Velvet Underground's song, Heroin. Which inspired some discussion amongst us three here about the amazing things it does to people. Yeah, in in, in uh, greater numbers these days it seems. Yeah. People selling their bandmates gear. Terrible. But how many people eat themselves to death, right? How many people? Um, You know, acquiesce to all kinds of nightmare by being passive or active. Like the pop group said at the beginning of the gig, there are no spectators. Yeah, like that book for, uh, for chocolate for morphine. Yeah, uh, from chocolate to morphine is a you got a pound of heroin, pound of weed, pound of coke, pound of sugar, pound of coffee. Which one's more dangerous? I give up. <laughs> Just a pound like having a hammer, you know, what are you going to do with it? So it's just a pound of something, you know. <laughs> Good point, brother man. So start pounding. Okay. Back next week. Um, Good show. Late show. Yeah. Not a gas big time. I got Swenio coming. <laughs> I am beat up. But, um, Back next time. So, everybody, keep your powder dry. Cool.